Hello, and welcome to the Mentor of Life podcast by Dr. Shala Izzokoli. I am Dr. Shala Izzokoli, your life makeover mentor. With untraditional solutions to age-old problems, I help you create what you want in life, health, and relationships. Yes, you can have it all. Hello and welcome back. Today I'm going to be talking about why self-love is survival. Self-love isn't just something nice to have, a, um, a buzzword. I've heard people, you know, talk about this self-love movement, the self-love movement, like it's a movement, right? It's not a movement. Um, it's good. It's here to stay. Uh, and people talk about it in context, they make it sound like selfishness. They make it sound like if you have self-love, it means you don't care about anyone else. Uh, But that is not the case. Self-love means that you extend yourself the same compassion that you extend other people, right? How many people love, love somebody else, other people, your family, your children, your spouse so much, but somehow or the other, you don't extend that same compassion to yourself. Or maybe we shouldn't call it self-love because of the anti-self-love people. Maybe we should call it self-compassion. Now, I'm going to share a bit about myself, which is kind of not my usual forte, but I'm going to use myself as an example. Um, what better way to demonstrate that self-love is not something that we're necessarily born with, but we have to um, remind ourselves and we have to um, sort of coach ourselves into that state. Now, when you have certain counterproductive tendencies, you have to watch out for them. And I'm going to be talking about mine. Um, I have a tendency to fall into what I call the invincibility trap. Um, let me, let me explain what I mean. I was, I was raised to be stoic. I was raised to be that person, um, the stiff upper lip, right? Um, you don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. You don't wash your dirty linen in public. So these were the things, these were, this, this is where I was raised. And um, there's nothing wrong with being stoic by all means. But um, that, everything, things are okay until they're taken to extremes, right? So things like being vulnerable, asking for help, admitting weakness, admitting your flaws um, were a huge, used to be a huge problem for me. I'm going to say they are, they've always been. So these are the counterproductive tendencies I'm talking about and you have to watch out for them. And um, what does this have to do with self-love? I'll come to that in a minute. Self-love is what makes you decide that you're going to stop Um, beating yourself over the head with counterproductive tendencies that were based on programming that you had from when you were a little child before you knew any better. My tendency to stoicism has led to things like ignoring early symptoms until I would literally pass out. Yes, I have passed out before just because I was ignoring the signs my own body was telling me that I wasn't feeling well. Um, Things like getting in over my head 
and trying to and then you keep trying to tread water until the problem becomes overwhelming because you're 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 invincible you don't have any problem so why is this a problem and it leads to guilt shame and denial and hiding and hiding and hiding until you can hide no more um another thing i used to do is i would see my problems as not worthy of anyone's attention so i wouldn't want to if i was going through something i wouldn't want to talk to anyone about it because i'm like well they have problems too why should my problems you know take center stage in their own life but on the other hand, I would be that one who would be encouraging people to talk to me and trying to help them solve their problems, etc. But because I saw myself as this invincible person, that's why I said the invincibility trap that comes from being raised to be a stoic. Um, I would apologize for venting even when I genuinely need, needed to. Like, oh no, I'm so sorry to bother you with this. I'm so sorry to bother you. I'm sorry to bother you. In fact, a lot of times I actually now stop have to stop myself from when i want to ask somebody something it's almost instinctive sorry to bother you and before i ask it's sorry to bother you did they did they tell me i was bothering them no so on and on it goes right it's like you have to be self-reliant self-sufficient self-possessed self 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 everything but self-loving because if you are self-loving you wouldn't put yourself under so much pressure to be something that you're not. You wouldn't put yourself under so much pressure to be a Superman. And you wouldn't put yourself under so much pressure to be perfect. And this is what I was doing. So, you know that saying, check on your strong friends because you don't know what they're going through. I feel that saying was made for me. I was, I'm that strong friend that will never say what's going on. And until something really drastic happens and it's like, oh my goodness, we didn't know. You should have told us before it got to this point. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. But because I have these tendencies, I've purposely built certain things into my life to train myself away from these behaviors. So... Uh, one thing I do is I check in with myself multiple times during the day and I poke away at areas where I'm feeling any sort of unresourceful emotions like guilt or shame and I interrogate like what's that about come on let's put it out in the open and when I say out in the open I mean in, to myself not to the world um, number two I have a select few people that I trust and I'm vulnerable with those ones get the earful from me and they are happy to hear me and, uh, you know, talk to me and talk me down, etc., etc. Small circle and they, and I'm completely vulnerable with them. Another thing I do, I remind myself to rest. And I make it to a point not to ignore symptoms because in the past I have ignored symptoms because it's like, well, I, I'm, I'm fine. It's all in my head. I tell myself that, oh, it's all in your head. Don't worry until I've gotten really, really sick and taken a long time to recover, both physically and mentally. So I make, I remind myself to rest. I remind myself, if you have a twin chair, okay, what is that? It doesn't mean you have to run, I, I don't run to the doctor for everything, but when it needs running to the doctor, I will. But check in with yourself. If something hurts, it, it's hurt, it, there's a reason why it's hurting. Don't just brush it aside. Like, well, forget that, it's all in your head. It's just a small pain. Um, for many, for, for about two years, I suffered with back pain and, um, it didn't have to go on that long, but part of it was because 
it was like I'm not, I didn't want, I didn't do anything about it just because well I need to get on with it I need to get on with it I need to get on with it. get on with what your health is something to get on with I've now developed the habit of nipping things in the bud I say now like I don't like denial let's face this thing squarely and let's handle it now that is like kind of my motto now I, I don't I don't I don't let things fester anymore because like I said I have these counterproductive tendencies so I don't let things fester it's like okay this is the problem we're nipping it in the bud we're handling it and we're handling it now um I have been more I have chosen a more compassionate route when dealing with myself so I decided to talk to myself the way I talk to a best friend I decided to talk to myself the way I would talk to my best buddy my sister my spouse my children and extend to myself that self-love and that self-compassion that had been lacking in the past now I make sure I do it and make sure so when we talk about self-love segue into self-love it is this type of thing without love for yourself you will not do this inner work you will just keep getting on with it because you don't have enough self-compassion to even think you know what I am worthy of a soft treatment I'm worthy of not seeing myself as a hero all the time even heroes take their capes off and become regular people I'm worthy of not feeling like I'm invincible to the point where I have real problems and I'm too scared to talk about them. No, I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy of compassion. And some of you need to start telling yourself that. Some of you need to get out of the invincibility trap. Maybe you were made that way because of your parents. When your parents made you, you have to man up or woman up or whatever. You have to take care of things. So if you're firstborn like me, you have to take care of everybody, etc., etc. Okay, well, okay. I'm not telling you not to take care of everybody, other people, but you need to take care of yourself too. And speaking of self-love, I have this amazing, amazing course. Um, regularly priced at $575. It's now going for $197. There are details in the show notes, the comments, the description, wherever you're listening or watching this. Um, and it is called your Launch Your Happiest Life. It is a self-love course specifically made for physician moms moms who are physicians because we as doctors who are moms we get the brunt of our own self-hate can i be real we get the brunt of our own self-hate and you know it, and it shows up in all kinds of ways or let maybe not self-hate but lack of self-compassion we tell ourselves we don't have time to eat right we don't have time to exercise we don't have time to rest we don't have but really time is all you have time is the only currency you have so but with an attitude of self-love and self-compassion, you will take care of the things you need to take care of, mainly you. The things you love, you take care of. So how, how about you start to learn to love yourself and how to love yourself before you burn out, before you break down. Because learning to love yourself will teach you how to take care of yourself better. And when you take care of yourself better, your whole world, your whole world gets better. Because you can take care of people better. You don't become a better person of any kind. You're not a better doctor or a better mother by self-negating.
Say that again for the people in the back. You're not made a better doctor or a better mother or a better woman, a better wife, a better friend, a better child, a better anything by self-neglect. My self-love course will teach you how not to neglect yourself. So click the link below. Click there, purchase, and let me know what you think. Um, also, there's a link for you to book a, a 30 minute session with me. If you want to take advantage of that, you can go ahead. Um, yeah, so let's do this. You know, let's learn to love ourselves. Let's learn to be more compassionate towards ourselves, and we will have a happier, happier life. So that's all from me for now. Um, please leave comments if you want to ask any questions about the course. And I will see you later. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Mentor of Life podcast, your one-stop shop for innovative solutions in life, health, and relationships. My little piece of the internet is shalaezeokoli.com. That's S-H-O-L-A-E-Z-E-O-K-O-L-I.com. There you can find links to my social media pages, sign up to work with me, or invite me to speak at your corporation, conference, or other event. Thank you so very much for listening. Until next time, remember, yes, you can have it all.